Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast, episode 87. My name is Matt. Kellen. It is just, we're going old school tonight. If you've been listening, oh, sorry, I'm old school. Cuticle. If you've been listening from the beginning, this is like the yeah, first, first yeah. like 20 or 30 so episodes. Old school. No, no Kyle, no Jose. They're both doing whatever they're doing in Mordor. Uh, I think Kyle's getting a sex change operation. Yeah, and, probably. And Jose is still <laughs> locked in that, that chimichanga eating contest. I wonder how he feels. He probably feels like shit. Oh, I'm sure he does. I want, I want to know what the tally is, how many he's fucking eaten. I wonder if they give him a bathroom break. Do you think he gets a He drink? sits on a bucket. <laughs> They've got him sitting on a bucket. With his pants down. He's got a catheter, and he's got a bedpan. He's good. I, he's I hope they at least give him, like, a seat on the bucket. So it's not like he's just sitting like on like top a potty of training throne. Yeah, so he's not <laughs> just sitting on the bucket. What, what do you think it would be? Would it be like Barney or like Sesame Street? I was thinking Sesame Street. Sesame yeah. Street. He seems like a Sesame Street guy. I saw I saw it in the shape of uh, Elmo's face. Oh God! <laughs> oh. T- tinkle me Elmo. <laughs> Fucking, when you stand up and flush it, <laughs> he, oh boy, oh boy! He giggles. Yeah, he giggles because you just gave him the. The uh, sacrifice of your your bowels. Someone posted a vine the other day on Twitter that had me laughing, and it was Elmo. It was the middle of Times Square, and it like someone's panning across and is playing Elmo's World, but then it cuts to this like fucked up, drugged out looking Elmo, and it starts playing Sound of Silence. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <coughs> that sounds pretty funny. It's a mad world, man. Elmo's been hitting the uh, the needle a little hard lately. Elmo's na- mad world. Yeah. He likes them drugs. Uh, and depending on what generation, he likes them kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going old school because, like we said, Jose and, and Kyle aren't here today. So it's just Matt and Kellen. Like Kellen said, if you listen to the first 30 episodes, you know, <coughs> you know what's about to happen. Me. If we're I, about to make sweet, sweet love to your ear holes. I'm going to cough. Matt's on the left and Kellen's on the right. Yeah. If you hear me cough, I got fucking con crud from Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah, he's hacking up lungs. I, pretty interesting. I had swine flu like four or five years ago, and that was bad. This has been worse. Like, inhaling the mouth breath of a thousand nerds, like, no, is you, guaranteeing... You've got, well, you've got that, what, <coughs> Zedka virus, or whatever the fuck it's called? Zika. The, the, Zika? Your head is going to just start shrinking. <laughs> People are, like, freaking out over the Zika thing, but really you only need to worry about it if you're pregnant or... If you're trying to have a baby, spay and neuter your girlfriend. <laughs> it burns out of your system. It Doesn't fucking yeah. You don't. It's not like Lyme disease where you have it for life. It, it mm-hmm. burns out of your system. So people are freaking out about it. But it's like just don't have babies until you know you're clean. I feel like Lyme disease is very misleading. Why? Just by the name of it. You think it's gonna be it, a delicious? It sounds, a delicious it citrus. It does. It does. A delicious it sounds, citrus disease. It sounds like a delicious disease, and it sounds a little sexy when you say it. Lyme disease. It's the it's the limeade of. And you're like, okay, so what is it that you just like? When I go down on you, you're gonna taste like lime, or you know? But no, it's actually kind of gross. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Sexy disease. Yeah, it's fucked up. Just like you know. Blue waffle sounds tasty, but when you Google no, it, no, it doesn't. A blue not. waffle doesn't sound tasty, regardless. A blue. If someone was like Kellen, I made you a blue waffle, you wouldn't be like, oh, "That sounds delicious." No. It'd be like, "Why is it blue? What makes it blue?" Coloring. If they said a blueberry waffle, then yeah, sure, why not? But it's a Smurf waffle. Nope. Look that up, kids. Blue waffle. Don't look that up. <laughs> don't look that up. Uh, who hasn't heard of the blue waffle yet? I don't know. Whoever's about to go look it up. <laughs> Uh, or, so, a, or a lemon party. Yeah. Oh, lemon party. Fuck. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I brought Kellen on. Well, I didn't bring Kellen on. He's always here sometimes. In spirit or In not. Spirit. Here comes that awkwardness again. Yep. Um, well, finally having Kellen on, Kellen on <coughs> I can talk about Game of Thrones because Kyle and Jose don't watch fucking Game of Thrones. Hell no. Because so they're fucking lame. Kellen can get you caught up on the season of Game of Thrones. Right off the bat, to where you're ready to watch the last two episodes. It's good. It's good. It's good. Like yeah, that's that's. All <laughs> you don't have any theories. Um, you have lots of theories. You tell me every day you have theories. The theories that I've got are like long game theories. Like I don't have any th- you're, you're, any theories like so up let's front hear your, right now. Let's hear your long game theories. <coughs> well, the the one that makes the most sense. Um, also, spoilers. 
Um, the one that makes the most sense is that Bran is more or less the cause of all of this, being that he's a warg and a green seer. Like, right now, he's being trained by Blood Raven to become the Three-Eyed Raven. Like, he's supposed right. to be the next, like, living history of Westeros. Um, so he's learning how to green sea. And we learned um, on the episode The Door, what was, episode was that, episode six, seven? Um, yeah, that, yeah. That while in a green, a green seer vision, he's able to warg people, and that's how Hodor becomes more or less retarded. Yep. is he wargs him in the green sea vision with the green seer vision and that causes his retardation um, and that ultimately affects the future. And the theory with that is that he gave us a relatively delectable meme in No, hold, it didn't. Hold the door. You think that it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's <laughs> not. But a lot of people theorize that Hodor wasn't in control of himself. Like he wasn't holding that door to say Bran, it was Bran making him through the Green Seer vision, making mm-hmm. him, which makes it e- even more sad, to be honest. Um, but there's a theory that uh, Bran is also Brandon the Builder from the earliest like recorded history of um, Winterfell. He's the guy who helped build the wall and founded Winterfell. Um, like, there's a theory that he's that that he is all Brandons uh, in the history of Westeros. Um, there, his, his wet maid in the book in Game of Thrones actually mentions that that there's multiple Brandons in all these stories and it kind of fits together. <coughs> so the theory is that Brand through Greenseer, is able to control the Mad King. And that's why he goes crazy. Is He gives the Mad King visions of White Walkers in that the dragons are the only things that can kill them. And because the Mad King doesn't know what the fuck's going on with it, he freaks out and starts repeating. Same thing with what happened with Hodor, where he repeated, hold the door, hold the door, hold the door. Like, Bran tells the Mad King, burn them all. And he goes more or less crazy like Hodor did and starts repeating, burn them all, burn them all, burn them all. So there's that theory, and the other theory being that... uh, he might also be the Night King, the leader of the White Walkers. That he might possibly be him in that he is now, because he's the uh, Night King is actively hunting Bran, it's because he is Bran and he knows Bran's trying to stop him. Like, it's a really convoluted theory. Sounds like it. But, it, but when you actually read it out, like if somebody lists it out and you read it, it makes a lot of sense. The only thing that's a little far-fetched is the Night King being Bran. But it's still, like, I don't know. It's it's an interesting theory, and it's the only one that I really feel might m- make the show, make or break the show. <coughs> also, well, Daenerys is going to die. I believe Daenerys is going to die. Do you think so? Yeah. Well, I know you were saying something about that before, where you felt like the way the show was going with the dragons and things, that she has to die, otherwise... The White Walker conflict is pretty much... Yeah, it's just going to be... Dragons come in, they kill the White Walkers, everybody's happy, Daenerys takes over Westeros. It's too easy of a resolution. Um, So I think she's going to die. Like, there's a lot of parallels with her reign right now to Khal Drago's, especially right now that she's taken over the Khalasar. The last speech that she gave about them uh, sailing the Narrow Sea and taking over Westeros, like, burning all the houses down, raising Westeros was almost identical to Cal Drago's after she marries him and she convinces him we can go take the other land. And then he died, like, within an episode after that. Um, not saying that she's going to die within an episode, but I believe that she will die by the end of Season 7. I think that might be the big death. Think in so? Season 7 is going to be Daenerys. You don't think it's going to be, like, um, Ramsey? I think Ramsey's dying this season. It's it's obvious Ramsey's dying this season. <coughs> in the bastard war, in the, the, the battle of the bastards. Battle of the bastards. Um, but I like with Arya. I can't. I don't have a clue where that's going anymore. Now that she's taken the the house of black and white, and she's just like, you can fucking shove it. I'm doing my own thing now. Yeah. Um, Rickon. Who the fuck knows what Rickon's still doing? He's still being held hostage by Ramsey. Um, well, that we know of, he yeah. be dead. And and but now that Benjen is back, though, um, 
the uncle, Bran's uncle, and he's with Bran now, that's going to be interesting because he's he supposedly dies. They go on a on a, a mission outside of the wall, and he doesn't come back. So people believe that he's dead. So I think what's going to happen is he's going to wind up back at the wall, and he's going to teach them how to actually fight White Walkers. So he's been out there for like three years now, past the wall. So there's no way he doesn't know how to fight White White Walkers. Um, there's so a there's an interesting <laughs> theory that um, what's her fucking name from the House of Black and White? The Waif? No, 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 no. Arya. Arya. That uh, Arya is going to go seek out and see if her old uh, Swordmaster teacher is still alive. And supposedly, there's a, a rumor that he's coming back to the show. I don't know. That's that's a tough one because it's it's heavily heavily believed that he died. Mm-hmm. That he died in in King's Landing. Right. Um, but I don't know. That's an interesting theory. I haven't heard that one. The season of Game of Thrones was it started off very very. It was predictable. Re- predictable, as shit. and then now it's like it's really. It's up. Get, it, yeah. It's. I think it's. I think it's. It was predictable because they had material to go off of. Yeah. Like it was last season set this up, so let's do it. And then once I got all that out of the way, it was like we've got free game to do whatever we want. And you also finally this last episode got to see the mountain actually do zombie shit for the first time. Actually, like rip a dude's fucking head off. Yeah, that was fucking badass. <coughs> I really hope that he just goes through the sparrows, like he just fucking shreds them. That'll 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 get my jollies. I want to see the mountain and hound round too. It's gonna happen. They that's pretty much been set up is with the hound coming through, going through the Brotherhood of Light. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be that he's gonna, he's coming Super back for his brother. For that. But the mm-hmm. other twist uh, too, if you read the books, is that um, when Daenerys comes through, she basically joins the the new Salt King mm-hmm. and comes over and marries him and comes over on the ships. Well, in this episode, she just flew in on a dragon, so that yeah. kind of where she's not where he thinks she is anymore. So mm-hmm. I wonder how much that's going to change. Yeah. And what direction they're going to go with that. Yeah, I don't know. Because not only that, you've got... <coughs> excuse me. You've got Theon and, and, you know, all the Iron Banner. Like, they're sailing to find Paris, and she's now right back where they were. Um, so I wonder if... I wonder if Theon and his sister are going to convince the Kalisar to come with them to stop their uncle Euron. I don't know. And then there's still the theory that um, Tyrion and Jon Snow are both Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a theory that the the ice and fire of Song and Ice and Fire is Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen, and they're going to get together and rule Westeros, and I think that's way too fucking simple of a theory. Well... The, the Targaryens always ruled with three kings anyways, didn't they? It was no. They had three was, rulers. <coughs> Excuse Jesus me. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I'm dying. Yeah. It was, uh, what was it? It was the three heads of the dragon. I think it was just, they, it wasn't three kings. I think that it was just they had, they had the king and then the siblings. I'm not sure. Um, but... If they if they go that route, because they they haven't a, appealed to it at all in the show, is that Tyrion is a Targaryen? Like they haven't brought any of that up. The only people that have theorized that with the show is the people that have read the novels, and when Tyrion kills Tywin after killing Shay, when when he just before he shoots him, Tywin says, "You're no son of mine." A lot of people were like, "That might be evidence enough of him saying, you're not actually my son.'" Your Aegis's yeah, kid. he just kept him close to try, so he so didn't was, try to overthrow. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of theories going around. I don't know. You um, can see you can see if um, if uh, Daenerys dies, then you could see uh, Jon Snow ruling the North, Winterfell, and uh, Tyrion <coughs> taking over King's Landing. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. This season's definitely at least lining up to where. Like major things are happening, Very things are moving, and we've only got one episode left. Like this season, well, there's two. No. Yeah, there's two. I don't. There's the um, 
Or no, maybe there's three. There's the the uh, Battle of the Bastards. If anything, there's going to be two. There's Battle of the Bastards, and I know that the final episode of the season, I believe, is called... Um, it's Winds of Winter. Winds of Winter, yeah. Um, so, so far from what I've heard. Nope, we have one episode left. This really? last one was episode nine. So then there, are there 11? So, well, maybe there are 11. Let me or more? Episodes. Let me see. No, there's only 10. So, I guess... That doesn't make sense, because they, they okay, no, it titles. was. Yeah, no, it's Battle of the Bastards in the Winds of Winter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I was, I was an episode off. Say they just linked, or just leaked titles, so they have to be. Yeah, it's... What I think is really interesting is that all of the red ladies are coming out of the fucking woodworks. Like, you've got... you got Melisandre, who's been there from the get-go, but then you've got this unknown woman who showed up in Marine to talk to Daenerys about how she can bring the slaves or the free people back under her, like, under her rule. Yeah. So, yeah, it's <coughs> really interesting where they're all coming from. Yeah, it's been a very interesting season. I wonder if... Because it's seeming like the Hound is now, like, joining up with the Brotherhood of Light... You have the healer in the Brotherhood of Light who can bring people back from the dead. I wonder if he can imbue the Hound with that. If the Hound is going to be able to gain that ability. Where are you going with this? Like, the fight between the Mountain and the Hound. Yeah. Like, the Mountain's more or less undead. Like, he can't die unless you, like, take his head off. Mm -hmm. I suspect that's what it is. Which is unfair if the Hound just goes after him. Yeah. So maybe, like, the Hound is going to follow the faith and become, like, this almighty, like, dude. Maybe. That's reading into it a lot. It is reading into it a lot. (laughs) Um, I'm also interested in seeing Brienne of Tarth versus the Hound Part 2, because that's going to happen. That's got to happen. Think so? Yeah, I think that's going to happen. Unless Arya actually is going to kill the Hound herself. Unless the Hound is going to help him. Unless the hound helps him, who knows? There's a lot of it's. It's gonna go a it, lot of. It's different kind of directions. been an axis. It could literally like <coughs> pivot in any direction right now. Yeah, I'm just really bummed. Season seven is gonna be short. They haven't announced how short it's gonna be, but they said it will be under ten episodes. Yeah, that's that's a disappointment. But all right, well, if you haven't been watching Game of Thrones, you're caught up now for most part on theories. So get your ass in gear and start watching it. Yep. Um, jump into some news here. Apparently Donald Glover's in talks to join Spider-Man Homecoming in an unrevealed role. Miles. I don't think so because Peter's think be Miles. so young. I don't I'm, think I'm thinking it's going to be like Robbie, the um, like <coughs> J. Jonah Jameson's right-hand man. Um, who knows? It could even be a villain. Could be a villain. Um, I mean, I haven't really thought about like I haven't really thought who Donald Glover could play. Like, Miles, Miles jumps out at you right away just because he's been surrounded. Well, people have been trying to get right. him to be Miles. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's, he's been surrounded in that controversy for but you years. But you can't just dump Miles into a Peter no. Parker story right especially off the bat. Especially with Peter as young as he is. Yeah. Can't. Well, especially when you've got so many people that actually enjoy Miles more than Peter. That would be like, why he's would He's going to be Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Not Uncle Ben, I'm, Uncle I'm, Ben, I'm, but I'm, I'm Uncle Ben the rice guy. I'm your new Uncle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May, Marissa Tomei is going to fall in love with... <laughs> Donald Glover. Yeah. And Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben's rice. Peter, you can't leave the house without trying some of my rice. And then the Zatarain's guy's going to move in next door. I don't know who he could play, though. I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. Could be, it could be honestly anybody. But like, I, I would like to see him as a villain. There was, there was talks that they were trying to look for... There was a casting, uh, casting call for an Asian-American actor to play Genki. So if you're gonna have Genki in it, then two, what the fuck? Like, I I don't think that's right. I don't know what they're, <coughs> where they're going with that. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, I haven't been following much on the Homecoming thing. I have been because I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, I'm just glad that Sony finally was like, 
we want to own the rights, but fucking do what you want. Yeah. Like, they're giving Marvel complete creative control of it. Yeah, I'm super excited. As long as his suit doesn't look like it did in Civil War, because I still, that still, like, bugs me that it looks so fake in Civil War. After seeing the, well, yeah, the CGI parts, I mean, but after seeing it on the big screen, I kind of like it. I like how the spider symbol is actually, like, a man and a spider. It's, I, the suit design itself is fine. It's the fact that it looked so fake is my issue. Supposedly, in, rumor has it that in Homecoming, Tony Stark is going to make, uh, give him an updated suit. And then the updated suit is where he's going to have the, the web wings, like the web that come off the armpits mm-hmm. and stuff. Classic suit. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I want to see black suit. <sighs> yeah. How long will that be, though? I don't know. Three, four years? Or three, four movies, I should say? Well, it depends on when they, they do the Venom. I want solid black suit, though. I don't want the stupid fucking... Spider-Man 3 black suit with the webbing and it looked just like Spider-Man oh. suit but all black. Yeah. Like I want the straight you flat want black suit. Just with the white the white emblem the and that's it. The white spider and then the white like uh, uh, web shooters in the hands. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Um, be sleek. Walking Dead news. Uh, Greg Nicotero revealed that season 7 of The Walking Dead is filming out of order to prevent the identity of Negan's victim from being leaked. There was a theory about that that I actually wanted to bring up because I'm sure you saw that Norman Reedus and Stephen Yun helped at a car crash mm-hmm. about two months ago. Like, the, a lot of people are like, the fact that both of them are there on location at that time says that neither of them are dead. At the same time, they could be there for flashbacks. Right, or since they're filming out of order, like, uh, there's, there's a bunch of spoiler groups that go out to the Walking Dead set to take pictures and stuff, and... Um, Steven Yen has not been pictured on set in, in weeks, and, but he's filming a um, <coughs> he's filming a movie in Japan or China or something like that right now. So he's off doing that. But he's still, I guess, um, very active on social media. He hasn't gone dark like most Walking Dead people do until after the episode. Um, but he's still very active, and I guess, in, in shooting that movie. And then Norman Reedus has been seen on, on set a lot, and a lot of people are speculating that was him because he's got that new show, Ride with Norman Reedus, but that was filmed, I guess, during off-season of The Walking Dead. So. Yeah, they have, they have a way to keep him on the show without killing him off. Like, the, the thought of they're killing him off for the show doesn't... It's not necessarily the way that they do things anymore. Yeah. Especially when not only do they have... Um, like the off season, but they've got the mid season break, and I don't know if they use the mid season break for reshoots or further editing or what. But that's another what is it four months? Yeah, it's it's a four month span where they've got time. Well, it feels like they do they shoot, and then they take that break during the summer for like Comic Con and to do all the yeah like they let them do their, their press circuit and then they go and a lot of a lot of speculation is that they're either shooting this out of order to to make it so that Negan's victim isn't leaked or it's to justify or and, and fit around all the other stars' filming schedules because they're all doing movies and things like that. That so, would make sense. But who knows? I still... <coughs> I mean, do you still... After all this time that's passed, do you still feel... Who do you still feel it is? I, I still think it's Glenn. I still think it's going to be Glenn. I, I hope that it's Glenn for the sake of the actual, like, canon. Yeah. But at the same time the show has gone so far off the comics at this point that who knows it's got to be a powerful character and I'm going to stand by that and I still think it's going to be Glenn it's I'm more excited for the kingdom yeah that they have actually announced that that's going to happen and uh, Shiva the tiger has been spotted on set an actual tiger um they're, they're saying they're or by that they mean like a dude in a mocap suit well they're to... saying that they're trying <coughs> they've been trying out different ways to do it um one of them was to bring in a trained tiger but to use that as minimal as possible and use more CGI and and things like that, um, but they they have said that there's ever been a tiger on set. So nice. We'll we'll see. Come October. Yep. Um, Sony and Insomniac have teamed up on a new Spider-Man game coming exclusively to the PS4. Well, I'm going to go back to the Walking Dead oh, thing. Okay. Not even come October, come Comic-Con, because someone's yeah, going to fucking true. leak the footage. You know they're going to show footage at their fucking yeah. panel, and someone's going to fucking leak it Yeah. immediately. So come the end of July, 
you'll have your first look at. Well, I'm sure you'll get you'll get more of a hint at it. I'm sure when they show the teaser trailer. Yeah. During Comic Con. Um, I mean, you won't see who dies, but you'll definitely see where the show's going. Yeah, I wonder if even Comic Con will be a hint if, if who's there and who's not. They're all going to be there. Yeah, they're, they're all going to be there for the sake of people like who's not hands. showing up yet. Yeah. <coughs> I just hope we don't get caught in that fucking mess like we did last year. I don't plan on spending much time in the, the vendor <laughs> hall, to be honest. They flood, they fucking flooded in there, and we were stuck. It sucked so much. Um, but all right. So yeah, Sony Insomniac teaming up for Spider-Man game exclusively for the PS4. I hope it's not based off the movie. <laughs> I hope it's not based off Homecoming. <coughs> I like the. There's a good chance it could be. I like the costume idea. There's not really been much leaked about it. They just showed the trailer for it at E3 last night. Um, I like the costume for it, except for the giant-ass white spider. It's basically got the Amazing Spider-Man spider on it, and it's white. His costume is blue, red, and, and black, and with a fucking white spider that goes around onto his hands. So he's got, like, the white padding on his hands, too, which I don't fucking understand. I don't like the costume. I like the I like the design. It just If it was a black spider, it would have been a lot better. I hope that's not the costume upgrade he gets in Homecoming from Stark. I hope so. God, that'd be, that would suck. That'd be fucking terrible. Would you walk out at that point? No, I, I don't think I would let it um, mess with the dynamic of the movie for me, but it would be definitely something in the back of my mind where I'd be like, Jesus Christ, why the fuck did you do this? <laughs> it's just not Spider-Man. Do you, you know, it's like I was saying, I was talking to some people last night about it. <coughs> you can... They're like embrace change. Okay, you can change some things, but there's just something that's iconic about the Spider-Man suit and logo that you don't fuck with. It stayed the same for so long. Like I can understand. Like, like he, he more or less only lost the wings. Yeah, I can understand like the the change, like what they did with Amazing Spider-Man and kind of what they did with Spider-Man uh, in Civil War is his first costume being really shitty because he he made it as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I understand his costume being really shitty there and then start giving him the upgrade. I'm fine with that. But just when you fuck with it when it's already established mm-hmm. is when I'm like, why? Why are you fucking with something as iconic as this? Mm-hmm. Like, I understand making go in the black suit. That's fine. But it's just... I feel like you're. I'm open to interpretation before he is established. Once he's established himself as a hero, once he's established as Spider-Man... Why are you fucking with the formula? Mm-hmm. Why are you fucking with this costume? People know the costume. People love the costume. People scream for the costume. Why are you fucking with that formula? Because, I mean, even even my Amazing Spider-Man did it. Okay, he had his first costume, but the second time when he was established, he had the legit Spider-Man costume. And I still yep. think it's the best outfit uh, we've seen in the movies yet. People disagree and say, no way, man, the... The Civil War one was. I don't know. I prefer uh, Italian Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Soup. I prefer Supiderman. Supiderman. Italian <coughs> Spider-Man. But I still think that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2 costume was by far the the best-looking mm-hmm. comic, or best-looking costume on big screen. Like, a lot, of, a lot of people hated those movies. And I think it's because it went off the comics more to a T- yeah. Than, you know, the previous movies did, and I think because of that, because you can't translate books and comics directly to film. It doesn't work. It's a no, different. Yeah. It's a different medium. But they kind of did that with the Garfield movies. Well, it's also it's it's the Batman effect. Even with Spider Man, it's we've had people that are either a really good Spider Man or a really good Peter Parker. We haven't had someone that's actually both. But Andrew Garfield dude. was close, but the new guy is. Spot on. Spot on for both. Yeah. Well, I think also this new guy is around that age anyway. Yeah, he's 19. So, yeah, so he's closer to that than than Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were yeah. both. <coughs> so he's, st- he's fresh out of that awkward stage. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what the game. I'm, I'll probably still play the game. I, I'm not surprised that it's a, a Sony exclusive, just seeing Sony owns the movie rights. But. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Smith announced that he wants to direct Daredevil for Netflix and The Defenders. I saw that, and the first thought I had was, why? Why not? Like, 
it's it's just it's one of those things that it's. I love Kevin Smith. We are, we love Kevin Smith. He's the guy that got us started on this podcast. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like suddenly he's directing all of these comic book things because he's the comic book guy, is what it, it feels like to me. Um, but like with with Daredevil, that's such an action filled show, and he he has stated he doesn't do action. He doesn't know how to direct action. So why would you why would you have him direct? Unless he came in for an episode. Well, I think he kind of got over that with the Flash and seeing that he can direct action. But that's um, that's really light action yeah. compared to what Daredevil is. Yeah, though. but the, that's why you bring like you have the same core people that work on the show. So that's why you have stunt coordinators and everything like that. And you you still keep the same core people, but you let him just direct. But but that's the thing is he needs to know how to direct the scenes. Like the stunt yeah. coordinators, they coordinate the stunts. But he's the one that needs to frame it and be like, okay, it needs to be shot like this mm-hmm. at this angle. It needs to flow like this, or else it doesn't look good. I I think if they're gonna ever use his his stories, let him direct it. If he's gonna, if the, he's written some of the most iconic um, Daredevil stories, one of the most iconic Daredevil stories, he's written good Green Arrow. He's written good Batman. <coughs> like, I, I think if he wants to do it, let him try. It. Even if it's just an episode, okay. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't clarify whether he wants to direct the whole season or if he just wants to do an episode or two, which I would be totally okay if he did an episode or two of See, Daredevil. That if you had an episode, like, that'd be fine with me. Like, that's cool. Because there are some slow episodes. Like, a lot of the Kingpin episodes in season one were really slow because they centered around him just more or less talking to people and getting them scared because he's talking to them. Yeah. Um, but if it, if it were, like, this last season, like anything with the Punisher type action like that, that would have been, I think it would be a bust for him. Well, because I asked him that specific question when we go see him is, would he ever consider turning his Batman movie, or his Batman series, uh, Wyan Geyer or, um, I can't even fucking know. Anyways, if he would ever turn him into movies, and he mm-hmm. said he doesn't do, he, he even said himself he doesn't do action. Talk about Cacophony? Cacophony, thank you. I was, it was right on the fucking top of my head. But he, he doesn't do action. But he's he said that he would like to do a, a direct or write an episode of Arrow and put Onomatopoeia in it. I'm totally down for that. Um, I mean, I would be totally down for him to do Daredevil. I would just... I don't know. I think he could do it. I think he could pull it off. But I, I don't know. It's There's aspects of me that I worry about the the action side of it, like you said. But then, again, he is a master conversationist like he's amazing at writing conversation like when he did his flash episode directing he didn't write the conversation <coughs> but just directing the part where Barry's talking to his mom in the speed force was heartbreaking and he's very good at writing com- conversations and people talking and things like that so I think he could do a lot he could go a long way to really help those boring scenes those lull scenes in Daredevil when you've got like Matt talking to Foggy or Matt talking to, like you said, the the stuff of the Kingpin, things like I that. I think he'd be better with Jessica Jones. Yeah. I think he'd be better directing a season. He could direct an entire season of Jessica Jones because the action in that is, like, completely minimal, minimal mm-hmm. and it's mostly just characters. Like, they're just, it's just a character piece. And like you said, he's good at creating characters and conversation. So I think he'd be better off with Jessica Jones than he would have... Daredevil or Luke Cage or Iron Fist. I said gave the men an episode or two and let him see what he does. And if he runs with it, he could blow us all out of the water or fail miserably. Yeah. You know, and one episode isn't going to go a long way to taint a season of Daredevil. Watch, it completely just like <laughs> shits the bed with Shits on it. It's the final episode and it just completely nullifies the rest <laughs> of it. It's just complete shit compared to everything else. I have a confession to make. What? I haven't finished season two of Daredevil. Are you serious? Yeah. It's been how long now? It's I'm on episode three. What? Yeah. You got some work to do, son. You got some work to do. Um, back to some more Walking Dead news. Norman Reedus says he will start the riot if Daryl Dixon dies in The Walking Dead. He'll start the riot. Yeah. He said he's got the matches and he's and he is passing them out. What that sounds like is he's he's the one dying. That sounds like he's the uh, one dying. No, <laughs> no. It's he he said that he's put so much time and effort and love into this character and the relationships he's built with the actors on the show that like he never wants to leave like he never wants his time to be up I think they're going to and his character to kill him off I think they will 
at some point. At some point, maybe. Because he's a huge leverage piece on the show. He's Rick's right-hand man. He's a huge leverage piece on the show. It would be stupid, and it wouldn't... It would be just... It would be complete bullshit for them not to utilize that at some point. He's the only other one, other than Glenn, in that group of people that I can see right now that would make a major impact. Yeah. Uh, No one would see it coming. Mm-hmm. If it was Daryl, no one would see it coming. Uh, that's a, that I. That's another reason why they need to do it is because people have gotten comfortable with him being on the yeah. show. They've they've come to assume he's never going to leave the show. So, and a lot of that's because of the fandom being so rabid that mm-hmm. it's the that entitlement thing that fandoms have have garnered, where it's like, if you don't, if you kill him off the show, we will ruin the show. Like we will not watch it anymore. It's like they're holding the show hostage through through these characters and it's first of all it's not fucking right and second of all it's not their fucking place so yeah. I think that they should for the for the absolute shock value because like I know I was saying like previously I hate the shock value shit that they've been doing like the is Glenn dead type thing the like, cliffhanger yeah like fuck that but straight up kill Daryl let us know he is dead. Like, show him getting decapitated or being shot in the face or something. Like, show us that he's dead. Use that shock value. Not that not that pussyfoot around the issue thing. Just, like, straight up show us him dying. And I think that could definitely work in their favor if done right. Yeah, because there's not really anyone... I'm trying to think of, in the comic, like, who is, like, really, like, Rick's right-hand man right now. And mm-hmm. there really isn't anyone anymore <clears throat> he's got Andrea <coughs> I guess it would be more bla- more most likely be Michonne but that's that's pretty much it like Dwight's off doing his thing Dwight and Rick are close but I wouldn't call him like I wouldn't call him his right hand man I think if anyone that's going to be close it's going to be either Michonne or Andrea mm. and I don't see them killing Michonne on the show because she's still alive in the book I don't, I, I don't know they might because she's now a love interest yeah, Daryl is a wild card, though, because Daryl is... Well, they could because of Rick Schoen, yeah. But but also because of... Uh, what was her name? Um, one with the, the two kids, the fucking brat-ass kids that get yeah. them attacked in Alexandria. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Like, but they didn't play that love interest up, and she's a major one in the comics, right? Uh, well, yeah. It, and it, only for, like, a few issues, and then, she, of course, she gets ter- torn apart, but... But it, it seems it seems from what you've told me since I haven't read that far, that she's plays a much larger role than what the show made her seem to be. Well, yeah, she's like Rick's first love after after Lori, Lori dies. Yeah. And, and they didn't really show that. They just kind of made it seem like, oh, Rick digs this lady. Yeah, well, because he straight out bones her out in yeah. the comic, so. And then they just killed her on the show, like yeah. right as soon as like stuff started happening. But I think that maybe Michonne might be that next replacement. But it's a different... I mean, it's a different take because in the, sh- in the comic, him and Andrea are together. Yeah. So in the show, Andrea is dead, so you make him and Michonne get together. But then in the comic, Michonne is um, Ezekiel's Ezekiel. booty. Yeah. Who's going to show up in the next <laughs> season. So who is going to be Ezekiel's booty? It's just... Is Carol going to be Ezekiel's booty now? Maggie. Maggie. Like Glenn's dead. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's just... It'll be interesting to see where it goes. Because they 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 switch a lot from like I said because the the speech that Maggie gives at Hilltop or not yeah at Hilltop in the show is actually Rick's speech in the comic book, so the, they flip flop characters and events throughout the thing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I think other than other than um, Glenn, right now Daryl is the only one that would be have as big as impact. And Abraham. I don't think no, I don't even think Abraham really had that big of an impact. Really? Yeah. He's already lived a lot longer. He, like Tyrese, in the in the comic book, Tyrese doesn't make it out of the prison. The show, he makes it out of the prison. Mm. Um, not very far, but he makes it out of the yeah. prison. Um, in the the comic, Abraham doesn't make it past. Uh, well, the the scene where um, Eugene bites the dude's dick. That's where Abraham dies in the comic book. Mm-hmm. He takes an arrow to the face instead of the doctor chick that took it in the show, mm-hmm. Abraham's the one that takes it in the comic book. So he doesn't make it very far. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all uncharted territory. And it could be Abraham, too. It's hard, because you could link them all. You could say it could be Abraham because he's making all these stupid one-liners and he's become a joke. 
and there's not really any need. If they want to change the tone of the show, there's not really any meet, any more need for his one-liners and yeah. dingleberries from the clean end and yeah. shit like that. There's only room for one foul-mouthed one-liner thrower now. Yeah. And that's Negan. Yeah. Right? Um, one that neither of us will care about because we don't watch the show anymore is, but someone might, uh, Poison Ivy is being recast for season three of Gotham uh, as they want an older actress for my, the role. My dad watches that. Really? Um, so he, he, like, keeps me up to date on it. Like, he, he talks Your to me about it. Your dad watches Gotham. My dad fucking loves Gotham. Really? My dad loves Gotham. Um, That's one I did not see coming. So, like, he'll... will Because he likes Batman as much as, like, most general casual yeah. people like Batman. But because, like, because I'm a huge Batman fan, like, we talk. Like, he'll be like, this happened in Gotham, and this, and this, and this. And I'll be like, oh, this is how it goes in the comic. Compared to the show, we, we have discussions like that. Um, and this this last season, I guess the ending was actually really interesting. I just imagine your dad being <clears throat> retired now, makes a mm-hmm. full like thirteen page PowerPoint presentation <coughs> to show you when you come over <coughs> about Gotham. Um, but yeah, this last the last episode of this last season because this last season was called the Rise of the Villains, right? And it introduces Mad Hatter, Solomon Grundy, um, the Tweedles, and uh, Court of Owls. Yeah, be- and because they release be uh, huge people. They, they release Thomas Wayne Jr. Yeah, out of that, out of the asylum. Also, um, they're supposed to be huge players in the next season. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting. Oh, and uh, Killer Croc mm. was with them too, which their their take on Killer Croc's interesting because like I looked up screenshots and it more or less is just a guy who's tattooed like a crocodile. He's not an actual crocodile. Yeah, uh, it, I mean it's interesting. Maybe they're trying to age progress a lot of this and you're gonna actually see like Bruce become age progressed and start taking up the the mantle the mantle a little bit but maybe like, not cause my theory is still this is the establishing story of Gotham yeah this is pre it's year one it's basically Batman year one it, this is this is before year one well Batman know. year one was more of a Jim Gordon focused story yeah but this is even before year one um but I, I still stand that this show will end. The final shot of the show, you'll see Batman's silhouette come out of the shadows on top of some building in Gotham, and that'll, that's how the show ends, because that's no longer Jim Gordon's story. story. It's yeah. now Batman. So I think, I, I well, still think... Well, you can think still say it's a Jim Gordon story, because they, they kind of intersect and intertwine <coughs> with each other. Yeah, but th- but Gotham itself follows Jim Gordon. The show itself is following Jim Gordon. Yeah. And if Batman steps in, then there's not much else Jim Gordon can do other than just be like, hey, Bats, let's meet up yeah. on top of the Gotham PD. I'm going to shine your light in the sky. You bring the donuts. But. Make them powdered. Yeah, I don't, I don't follow Gotham. I just, after season one, I could not get back into it. It's... Season one wasn't bad. It, it had a lot of potentials. In season two, it was like iffy. That's about. That's like when we stopped watching. Well, I stopped watching it at the, at the midway point of season one, because after the balloon <coughs> episode, it was like fucking downhill, and then that's when I stopped watching. Because I, I watch every once in a while at my parents, and it, there's some interesting stuff. Like the most interesting aspect is, it one hundred percent. It's I can't I'll never I'll take that back. It's it's fifty fifty Jim Gordon. And Penguin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Penguin's story just as much as it is Jim Gordon's, which I really like. Yeah. I now, think that's really cool. And now Riddler and... Mm-hmm. So it's, it is interesting, their take on Batman. They made it much more accessible than the comics. Uh, let's see. I know you hate when I read things, but this kind of has some context to it. A contestant nearly completed the American Ninja Warrior Atlanta course wearing a T-Rex costume. Yeah. He made it past the floating steps, block run, the rope swing, and the big dipper all the way to the spin cycle before losing his grip. Per the crowd's, requ- per the crowd's request, the T-Rex was allowed to attempt the warped wall, and he was unbelievably able to mount the wall and finish the course. Dude, so was, was this dude an actual contestant that showed up I don't dressed know. as a T-Rex, or did he infiltrate this? No, I think he was an actual contestant that showed up as a T-Rex. Because I didn't see... I saw clips of it. I didn't see the full video of oh, it. Oh, you didn't see the full thing? I didn't see the full thing. Oh, man. It's amazing. <coughs> like, I just saw clips of him like on the ropes and stuff. Well, he's doing... When he does the... Um, what is it? He does one 
the rope swing, I think it is. Um, oh, no, it's the Big Dipper. Like, he's going to, like, lose it. And he uses, like, the tail of the, the suit to, like, give himself more momentum to make the platform. <laughs> and then he's trying so hard when he's going through the, the spin cycle, the, the wheels, to stay up. But he, he just couldn't. He lost yeah, it. But Tiny little T-Rex arms. Yeah, it was, dude, it was so good. And then the, the fact that they let him do the warped wall was was awesome too but it was so funny watching him do it that's another show that my dad American, American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. I like it too but it's on um, Esquire Network now and I know it's on NBC it's on NBC still too but like the, the new episodes it's like Saturday night it's on Esquire and then Monday night it's on NBC NBC yeah but I don't know if they're the same episode or if it's two different episodes I don't know I'll let you know because I'll probably be seeing it tonight <laughs> it's, it's Tuesday yeah they've, they've got an episode tonight oh do they yeah I believe there's an episode tonight. But, yeah, it, I mean, it It beats, if you remember last season, they had the streaker. Yeah. The guy who just ran onto the course butt-ass naked and almost made it all the way through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they st- he fell in the water, and then they clubbed him like a, like a baby seal. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, <coughs> um, this uh, next story kind of has some, some sadness to it a little bit. Fucking great. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, as everyone knows, E3 has been going on since Sunday, um, and today was Nintendo's uh, E3 presentation, and they revealed the Legend of Zelda, the new Legend of Zelda. So um, immediately after... Breath of the Wind, or Breath of the Wild. Immediately after um, Nintendo's Legend of Zelda E3 p- um, presentation, fans flocked to change.org um, to petition N- Nintendo to name a... Uh, NPC after YouTube sensation uh, Christiana Grimmy, who was tra- tra- tragically murdered last Friday during a meet and greet with fans. Uh, Grimmy was uh, not shy about her love for the video game franchise, often sporting shirts with the Triforce logo on them, as well as uploading videos on her YouTube channel under the screen name Zelda X Love 64. Uh, right now, the signature s- uh, count sits at 9,000 of the 10,000 supporters needed to hit the first goal with uh, no comment from Nintendo at this time of recording. So hopefully, because um, I know they were petitioning, I think they were petitioning for Robin Williams to have a character. Well, that was... Also, I know that they was... They started, a, that was for World of Warcraft. Right. And, and they, they started the petition, but Blizzard, like, came out immediately and was like, we've already put an NPC in for him. Yeah. And I thought that they was... They made so, a genie. And I thought that was, they were trying to do it for The Legend of Zelda, too, since he was a huge Legend of Zelda fan. I mean, his daughter's name is Zelda, for God's sake. Yeah, there was a petition for that, too, I believe. Um, I, I thought Nintendo said that they had plans to do it. They didn't know if it was going to be in this game, but they had plans to do it. I don't know. Um, I think it's a terrible title for the game, though. What? Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Oh, is that what the title is? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, All I know is that Brent, who's a huge Zelda fan, was like, I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> he posted to Facebook immediately, I am not touching this. Yeah, I didn't see anything about it. I haven't read anything about it. I haven't really followed E3. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shootings this week. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know who that... Um, what was her name? Christina Grimmie? Mm-hmm. I didn't know who that was. Because I don't watch, you know, like The Voice or any of that type of stuff. It's another thing parent, that my parents absolutely love. The Voice. The Voice. Yeah, she's um, an amazing singer, man. And yeah, I didn't know... Huge YouTuber. I didn't know who she was. Um but it was I was at my parents when when she was shot and it was in the middle of the news story they were like breaking news Christina Grimmie 22 year old vocalist from The Voice has been shot she's in critical condition I was like I don't know who this is like what's the big deal with this so I, I researched it and it was she's just a big fan favorite and the fact that the guy just walked up to her shot her in the street and then shot himself pretty much mimicked John Lennon well, like the way John Lennon was shot she I guess news reports <coughs> have come out from people that were behind him when he shot her mm-hmm. like he walked up to her and she had her arms open to like give him a hug and he pulled out a gun and shot her in the head and then her brother tackled him and in the struggle shot himself and the dude ended up shooting himself so his brother potentially, her brother potentially saved hundreds more lives by tackling him but yeah, she's she's a huge YouTuber, huge gamer fan. Most of her videos are actually like her in a video game T-shirt in front of like a Sonic the Hedgehog poster. She loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Her most popular video was um, was it was like Zelda, Zelda and Modern, mm-hmm. where she took like 
modern songs and put the Legend of Zelda theme song behind them. So she was actually a huge gamer, <laughs> loved video games, huge nerd all the way around. So, yeah, it's a sad, it's a sad tragedy. And just to think, I mean, that's too, they, that community in Orlando is fucking reeling right now. Mm-hmm. To have this shooting happen and then not 24 hours later have the mass one that happened. Mm-hmm. That there's another one going on right now. Um, there's a standoff at a Walmart. The guy's taking some people hostage at Walmart. Where? In Arkansas, I want to say. Jesus Christ. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, this is a discussion that needs to, not needs to take place on yeah. this, this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just doing that because she's a huge ger- yeah. nerd and it kind of fits in. Um, and I hope, hopefully she gets it. Hopefully Robin Williams gets his also. That's a, that's a fucking, that's a name that you would find in any Zelda game, though, is Grimmy. Yeah. So they, all they have to do is name a girl Grimmy and be like, that was for her. Yeah, true. It doesn't have to necessarily be a main character. It's yeah, it's... Um, the actor who played Elf died at 76 today. Yeah, Mishu... Uh, Michu... I can't even pronounce that last name. Michu M. Mesoroes? Mesoroes? <coughs> I don't care you are no longer with the living, so I apologize for butchering <laughs> your, your name, wow, but you'll a, never hear it. What an asshole thing to say. <laughs> I don't care. You're no longer alive. I'm not... I mean, I care. I feel bad that you died, but I don't care that I butchered your name because you're never going to hear it. It's <laughs> not any better. That's still, still pretty asshole-ish. Um... Let's see. Arrow actor Stephen Amell wants to play the Riddler. That's a fucking terrible idea. He he was... I saw... Brent and I went to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 out of the shadows. He was a terrible Casey Jones. Was he? Yes. <laughs> I actually meant to ask that. Terrible. Do you know who should play Riddler? Who? Steve Merchant. Steve Merchant. Yeah. Steve Merchant. I don't know who that is. Did you ever, did you ever watch Hello, Ladies? Yes. Oh, yeah. he, Okay. The tall, yeah, goofy guy. looking, yeah. He should be Riddler. Yeah, I would like to see T.J. Miller be Riddler though too. You want to see a fat Riddler? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! A, a fat hairy Riddler? No, I I think that you're you yeah, that would be a good one. T.J. Miller would be funny as fuck though. I love that dude. I just love him as Erlich Bachman in Blockman. Erlich Blockman. Um, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't it wasn't the classic Casey Jones. And Brian had a good point. The problem with that movie is nobody fucking did anything. Yeah. And it just... He... he Instead of being a vigilante, he was a cop. He was a cop who was trying to make it... Or, no, sorry. He was a corrections officer with a bad attitude trying to make a detective. He didn't have the... He's a corrections officer with a bad attitude. Yeah. Trying to make it... As a detective. Casey Jones is... A hockey cop. <laughs> I don't know what they I mean, it had some funny movie. moments with him as, as Casey Jones. Like, he takes a shuriken to the side of the mask and doesn't even know it's there. Um, Megan Fox is just a Did god it stay awful. there the rest yeah. of the movie? Well, no, but for uh, the rest of the scene, it did. Megan, Megan Fox is just a god awful actress. I yeah, she's fucking stand her. her and her fucking hammer thumbs. She looks terrible. She is not a good April O'Neil. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm still a fan of the original Jim Henson Turtles. I don't fucking care for these CGI Goomba-looking motherfuckers. Well, it's fucking Michael Bay. That's I, I voice it all the time on here. I'm voicing it again. Michael Bay is a fucking... He is a plague on the film industry. They did it better. They kind of defined the Turtles more this time, though, because each one of them had their own distinct look. Like, Donatello was, like, very slim in this one, like, very slim and, and gangly, as to where Michelangelo was kind of normal, Leonardo was a bit broader and more built and Raphael was just massive because he's the the muscle he's the attitude you know so he was huge compared to the other turtles just because he's he lifts weights all the time so they, they went more to like kind of define the turtles and give them their own personalities but <clears throat> still was which you good didn't movie. need to do no it still it still wasn't a good movie no no just ugh. like I said Michael Bay Krang was done really well though Bebop and Rocksteady were both done really well, which was the two Bebop and Rocksteady. How was it with with Seamus being? He actually did a really good job. Really? Yeah. I because as soon as I saw that that Seamus was in that movie, I was like, I'm not sure about this. He actually did a really good job as Rocksteady, and the dude who plays Stevie's dad from 
Malcolm in the Middle did a really good job with Bebop. Like, the only thing I didn't like about Bebop, like, if you watch the original Turtles, Sh- Shredder sends those fucking machines up to the, the zoo, mm-hmm. and they capture a rhino and a warthog, and then they, they make Bebop and Rocksteady out of the punkers. Well, in this one, it's the mutagen targets a dormant gene inside of your body to an animal ancestor that you were once linked to. And that's to what an animal you. ancestor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, so yeah. these guys are the byproduct of, of inter, interspecial, yeah. <laughs> interspecies relations. Interspecies erotica, fucko. Um, but yeah, it, he, so they were descendants of a rhino and a warthog. So that's what turned them into Bebop and Who thought that was a good idea? Whoever wrote the script. But I was worried that Bebop and Rocksteady are going to be shitty with the CGI, but they were actually really good. Um, <coughs> and the techno drum looked fucking awesome when it was finally completed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad that they didn't show it completed in the trailer. It looked identical to the, the cartoon techno drum. It was fucking amazing. Other than that, the movie was t- fucking hot garbage. <laughs> Other than those few key points, that movie was hot garbage. Um, and to fucking uh, send it us off tonight. Kevin Smith's sequel to Mallrats uh, will be a 10-episode TV series. No word on what network Smith and Universal are shopping the project to. So Mallrats 2 is no longer a movie. It's a... The, the, I guess from what I heard is that um, Smith's people told him that they had contacted Universal and that Universal would be willing to let go of the, 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 rights. the rights so he could shop it around and, and make the movie and sell it somewhere else. So when he... Because he wasn't going to write the script if they wouldn't, mm-hmm. so they were like, "Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll do it. That's fine." Um, so he wrote the script and went to Universal and said, "Okay, I want and, and I want the rights." And I guess Universal told them, "We've never sold a product. We have no intention of selling the, your your product or your title back to you. We've never done that." Um, so he, instead of trying to get him to make it a movie, I guess they came to some terms to turn it into a TV show. It's going to be a 10-episode series, and they're trying to find a network for it right now. Interesting. So. Interesting, because this is now going on, like, two years yeah. since he announced this is happening and yeah. since they found locations and shit. Yep, and he said he still plans to shoot at the same location. Still plan on blowing them all up? Yep. Still plans on doing everything the exact same way. So, I don't know. I, I, I see AMC picking it up just because he's, like, their golden boy right now. He's got yeah. a fucking. He's got a show coming out, a talk show coming out where he's plays like the Andy Richter character on AMC, like a, a, a night show. So who knows? Who knows with that? But hmm. it's, inter- it's interesting that it's not a ten episode. I think. I wonder if that if he would be open, depending on how well it does, if he'd be open to it being a more than ten or doing more with it. But. I don't know. And now it goes to the, it begs the question of, do you get all these actors back to do this movie uh, with it not being a movie and it being a TV show now? And do you have to renegotiate contracts if they have been negotiated already? Mm-hmm. Because TV, you're, they're going to want to be paid per episode and not... If, if he did what I assume he did, since he's a smart man, he just had them pledge. Just like, I will do this. Yeah. No contracts, nothing like that. Just them saying, I will be on this. You just give me the time and the day, and I will be there for it. Well, I'm, they're going to want to get paid. <laughs> well, I mean, but they'll... You, you, wouldn't get, you wouldn't want to do it and not get paid. Well, no, that's what I'm saying is he probably went to them and said, I've got the idea for this. I've got backers. I don't know when it's starting, though. I just want your word for now, and then once we have that, then we can get your contract made up. Yeah, that'd be the sm- the smartest way to do it. But now it changes though because it goes from you you get one contract for a lump sum of money for doing a movie, or do you get a contract for doing a ten episode TV series, where now you're going to get paid per episode instead of per. Well, if they do that, they're going to get paid way more. Yeah, and if they cut them back now, if they re- like retract their roles a little bit and make it more about the kids now instead of T S and Brody and all these other people that were huge in the first film. Who knows how big a part they would have had in this movie, but now it's a TV series. The kid is still stuck on the escalator. <laughs> still trapped and, in the And he's now 20. Dot <laughs> <laughs> near. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does with it. I'm stoked. I have faith in him. You can do it, Kevin. 
could do it all night long. I'm gonna see Mark Hamill in it. Yeah. Did you see he's not coming to Comic Con? Did not. They're they're doing the the show the first screening of Batman Killing Joke and he's not coming. He's like I'm not coming to Comic Con this year. Hmm. He's too old. Had enough of fucking Comic Con. I'm stoked for Comic Con though. He I don't think he's done Comic Con in a long time. He he was there last year for Star Wars. I know that. Well yeah, probably Disney probably paid him yeah. a shitload to be there. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Kevin Smith gets fucked over <laughs> on Friday night in Hall H again. Because I bet you they put him up against uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, that'll be suck. Everyone will fucking dip out on him again. Oh, well. I'm excited for Comic-Con. That is a funny story, though. It is. It is funny. Um, but even he was like, if I didn't have to be there, I fucking would have <laughs> been there at Star Wars too. <laughs> I don't want to do I'm, my panel anymore. That is one thing I'm very excited for with with San Diego is uh, Rogue One, the Rogue yeah. One stuff that's going to be there. I'm very I thought it was excited. Be like running into off the wall celebrities again. That that too, but like Rogue One, super excited for Rogue One, like 100. percent Like I've got a rager right now for Rogue One. I just hope that these reshoots don't push it back. Yeah, I don't know. I hope T.J. Miller's there. I want to run into. You want to suck Ehrlich his dick. Buckman. I want to hang out with Ehrlich Buckman. You want to smoke some dank with him. Fuck yeah, dude. I want to I want to kick it with Bachmanity Insanity. Uh, that'd be great if HBO had a party called Bachmanity Bach Insanity. Insanity on one of like, the yachts or something <laughs> out in the, the harbor. The, har- the aircraft carrier. <laughs> if they did that, that'd be the fucking shit. Bachmanity Insanity. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> and it was all luau themed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be dope as fuck. Yeah, now that we're staying right there on the harbor, yeah. there's no reason why we shouldn't be going to after parties. Hopefully no Shuttlegate 2016. Hopefully not. Not having a mental breakdown halfway through the trip back. Yeah. Oh, man, I hope that we have an even better adventure this year since we've got Kristen coming along with us. Yeah. If it's a combination of our PAX trip with last year's San Diego trip, it's just going to be fucked up. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, that's what she was like. She was like, well, <coughs> I don't know. I might be too tired. And I was like, yeah. what you don't understand is that there's ample time between the convention hall closing and the night shit that you can actually go home and nap and relax a little bit and then go. So you'll be re-energized to fucking hit the town. Uh, one regret I have from San Diego is actually not talking to the, what's his name, the guy that played Foggy. Oh, not just yeah. going up to him and be like, hey. Well, dude, after he gave me the death stare when I was like, dude, it's Fulton from Mighty Ducks and that fucking, that was fucking murder stare he gave me. That was me. fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I wish we should have just gone into the Hard Rock. Yeah. That, fucking the murder. club there. Fucking murder stare. Yeah, we got to see Durs and Blake from. Yeah. DJ Blazer. Yeah. So. Oh, well, we know for this year, right? Yeah. Hit up all the parties. That's also what we said last year, though, yeah. and that didn't happen. Well, last year we were hotel hopping, so that was true. Our, our hotels got progressively further and further from the convention. From the fun. So now that we're staying right in the heart of the fun. We're a mile away, right? Yeah. And we can just hop on. It's literally an eight-minute shuttle ride from the convention to our hotel. But it's like a 15-minute shuttle ride from the, our hotel to the convention because we have to go to all the other hotels. We're on the same route we were when we stayed at the Doubletree the first night. Okay. So... Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I am super excited. So for we're that, like, second or third drop-off. So. I'm super excited for San Diego. It's going to be dope. But, yeah, you'll hear more about that in the coming weeks. But, yeah. So, yeah, we want to, yeah. like... <laughs> we want to... We invite you... <laughs> God damn it, I can't talk. I actually zoned out there. I did too. Second. I was like, I can't wait for San Diego. Yeah, I was just thinking the, about like thinking memories. About, yeah. Thinking about everything we're going to do at San Diego. Yeah. Um, if, you like, if you like what you heard tonight and like our show, make sure to subscribe to us on Facebook, SoundCloud, um, Overcast, Google Play Music Store. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Download us. Review us. We do appreciate that. Love us. Love us. If you want to support the show, you can do so on our Patreon. Um, if you want to support just an episode, you can do so through um, PayPal at absolutegeekpodcast at gmail.com. 
If not, we just like that you share. If you can't, you know, if you can't support us with money, just share us. We like that too. Support us with love. Yes, share, like, retweet. It's not that hard to retweet. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. It's good stuff. Excellent. It was nice doing this show. This Old actually school. was this actually was really nice. Um, yeah. But um, for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I am Matt. Kellen. Saying our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone in Orlando, and we will see everyone. Stay excellent. Yeah. Be, be excellent, excellent to each, to each other. other. <laughs> yeah, be excellent to each other. Our hearts and thoughts and are with uh, the people of Orlando, and we will see everyone on Friday with another episode of Comic Book Reviews. Goodbye. Good night.